Do 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 do. Oh no! No what? Spilled a beer. A lot of it? Nah, but enough to enough to require paper towels. He's not plugged in. Am I not plugged in? Serious? That was always the Bezos come back. Are you plugged in, lady? <laughs> Is this really? Oh, no, I'm plugged in. Hello? Hello? Yeah, dude. Nice. Hello? Hello? Mm. <laughs> oh, that works. Oh, that works. Cool, dude. Sick. Goose pimples. Goose pimples. Everything woke turns to shit. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 140 of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Riley. I'm here with your other host, Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah. How are we doing? How are we doing? Buddy. Hey, what's up there, pal? Dude, just fucking chilling, man. We so, had a little bit of an incident. A little bit. But it's fine now, man. We used the quicker picker up. Hold up. I spilled a beer on the couch, the uh, leather couch. Uh, Spilled my beer. Well, Michelle spilled beer, and I don't do anything for the working class, but somehow millennials love me. Um, and my colleague over here was very quick to come in hot with the Windex, get that vinegar in there to avoid the sticky residue. Right. I'm told. Yeah. And, um, and now all is forgiven. Here we are, man. Here we are. So that was a little pre-show drama. Good thing we didn't have a guest. That could have been real embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We have got a jam-packed show for you today, folks. Why don't you uh, lead off the jam-packing? Um, so, had surf and turf yesterday. Whoa. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Now, surf and turf can be foods from terra firma and foods from the ocean. This is my understanding. That's correct. So which foods? I know, but you can tell the folks at home. So what we did is... Or is surf and turf like a set land and set sea animal? Or like... No, I don't think so. So if, if you go to a restaurant that says surf and turf, and they bring out, um, you know... Mussels and roast beef. Yeah, that's surf and turf. Okay. That'd be very unique for sure. Right. But it still qualifies. But I could put it on the menu as surf and turf. That's correct. Because I've even seen some places they're like the surf and turf, pick one surf, pick one turf. And you could pick like scallops or shrimp or fucking whatever and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. Whoever came up with surf and turf was a smart man. Very smart. He goes, so people come in, they buy meat and vegetables. Yep. The most expensive thing that we make the most money off is the meat. What if we make them buy twice as much meat? Right. A genius. Very, very smart. So what I did was I went to Market Basket. I got some USDA whatever certified. Choice. Choice Angus tips. Nice. Brought them home, chopped them up, put them in a Ziploc bag, a big one. Nice. And I poured soy sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, what else? Uh, I zested a fucking orange in there. I put bl- brown sugar. You're a big guy. Let it sit in there for goddamn like 30 hours. Goddamn. Put it on the grill, ate it. And then we called Captain Don down here. Said, buddy, why don't you give us like 12 lobsters? Captain Don? Don. D-O-N. Ooh. And then we got some steamed lobsters. We ate lobsters and steak tips. That sounds fantastic. Just made a delicious pasta salad. Are you still allowed to shoot a man who steals from a lobster trap? Is that legally sound? That's a really good question. I doubt it, but that's a that's a good question. I'm not into maritime law, but I think that still holds up. I wonder if you could shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. Well, one might wonder. Wonder if uh wonder if we still have that? I think we got rid of most of the Bane ones. Sorry taking so long for me to find, so. It's all right. But he's gay. I mean, uh, he's blind. See, and then I get stuck, and I really want to find it. A fucking bitch. Dude, this is compelling radio. And then by the time it gets to be way too long, I just give up. So then it was all for nothing. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? It fucking was, Joe. You fucking piece of shit. A fucking bitch. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dude. So what'd you do or whatever and stuff? Well, uh, for this weekend, the weather was nice. First three-day weekend where it wasn't just a washout in a while. Am I right? You're a lion dog face <laughs> pony soldier. Um, so what do we do? Friday. Took the day off. I golfed. Paul, squash. Call me. What Friday? No can do. And then Saturday, <laughs> um, Saturday. What did I? What did I do? Fuck. Well, so I went. Did I see you on Saturday? No, because I rode the rail trail with Sarah. Oh, Friday and Dan. we went to Eric Sterling Storage at night. That's right. We had flatbread. And we met the dog. We met the dog. I'll tell you that dog. It's a cute dog. It's really something. Very soft. Yep. Broke the skin a little bit. It's already healed, but... Yeah, those puppy teeth are sharp, man. They're sharp as fuck. They're like needles. They're like... They're like... Needles. You know how to just get past it, though? How's that? Just don't be a pussy. Uh, folks, I mean, he's right. But it's true. If you stick your hand in front of a puppy's face, it becomes a pin cushion. Yeah. And... And Gus, the dog, was chewing on my uh, pant leg the whole time. Yeah, and my sleeves and my fucking... He's fucking all my needs, shit up. He needs a rolled up... He needs to be introduced to a rolled up newspaper. We were talking about how funny it would be if uh, the dog's acting up and Eric goes over to like a mirror and like presses a spot near the mirror. The mirror slides open and it's like a safe. And it goes... And like opens up, and then there's just seven various rolled up newspapers in there. Yeah, and like if it's really intense, it'll be like the Sunday newspaper that's right. super thick. Super thick. Like one will be like a local town paper. One will say like local, national, and international. Yes. And then and then Harry international Potter. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. The Harry um, Potter book seven or whatever. And, and then the uh, then the vet goes, Jesus Christ, his ribs are crushed. Would you hit him with an international Sunday? Mr. Vice President. They call in a cop to do the uh, autopsy, and he figures out what paper killed the dog. And he just goes, and he goes Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? And he goes, We found the identical paper matching the murder weapon <laughs> in your house. Um, yeah, then Sunday, 
No, then Saturday, I don't know what we did. I think we just got, Karen and I just got drunk. What did you guys do? You went to the rail trail. Sunday. No, I meant Saturday. I oh, so we're still on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, we did the rail trail. And then I think we just came back and like hung out and were tired and shit. Yeah. Because, uh, oh, we, we went on the beach for a bit. Nice. And then I think we came back and hung out and were tired and shit. Well, look at that. Because I just remember all day being like, I can't believe how fucking tired I am from that bike ride. And then Sunday I golfed, and then we went to a wedding in Somerville. Right, dude, the wedding. Somerville is stuck in March 2020. You're kidding me. You walk in. First of all, everyone's wearing masks. Ew, dude. But they're outside, and they're proudly wearing masks. There's like a smugness to it. Ah, I hate smug. Like shoulders back, head high. And I'm like, you're you people are deranged. And they go, what if they have family members that are sick? No, masks don't do anything. And if you want to argue with me, come on the show. Bring all your data. I'll bring mine, and we'll hash it out. Otherwise, if you wear a mask, you're a fucking nut job. And I'm going to judge you just like you would judge me for refusing to put on a mask if I'm in a restaurant. If they work so well, just wear 10. Wear 10 masks. Yeah. Why don't you wear a burqa and go to Afghanistan? COVID cases are very low there. Not a lot of return flights out of there, but, you know, you can go right there. And then we walk in. Well, I could make the argument that they're low because everyone's wearing burqas. So you're saying there's science that burqas prevent COVID-19 transmission? I'm not saying that. I'm saying if I were a dickhead, I might make that argument. Oh, because I just said there's low, they're low in yes. cases there. Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck, maybe I just walked myself into... Maybe masks do work. Maybe we should put women in burkas and not let them drive. Actually, it is kind of true. If you wanted to seriously cut down fatality rates, you would not let women drive and put them in burkas. Burkas for the COVID-19, no license for the uh, vehicular deaths. Yeah, no crashing. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Huh. We should run for president, dude. Maybe they do know what they're doing over there. Maybe they do. Man. It just must suck to be run by people who enforce face coverings and topple statues and mutilate the genitals of children. Mm. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Um, oh, you were thinking of... <laughs> no, but so... We walk into the hotel, very nice hotel, and the lady at the lobby goes, oh, here, I have face coverings for you. And I just said, what? So you guys brag about how you're ahead of the curve and you're progressive and looking ahead, and you guys are stuck like six months behind the rest of the goddamn state. I was like, I live 20 minutes from here, haven't worn a mask in ages. You know what I mean? They're like, what do you mean? And I'm saying, you people are stupid. You people? Yeah, you people. And everyone was pissed. If I pull that off, will you die? Who makes you wear masks anymore? Um, This is fucking stupid. Nobody, really. Do you want to lecture me how the earth is flat? Do you want to tell me about how you think your roommate's a witch? How many outdated opinions of reality do you have? You know? This is more than the budget of my whole project. Oh, then yesterday I was at the pool, Cedardale, last pool day, summer's over. 
Summer is done. So listen, I obviously have my own opinions. I have sure a fucking do, I have man. a podcast wherein I express them. Said opinions. But at the end of the day, uh, I like differing opinions. I'm not gonna cram my opinion down your throat if I'm in a public space, right? Right. So we're at the pool. It's a nice day. Every Chase Lounge is occupied. Okay. So these people are all, you know, inches apart from one another. Fair enough. So I'm perpendicular to this guy. I'm probably 10 feet away. So I'm starting to sweat. It's getting really hot. So I'm like, I'm going to go into the pool for a dip, right? Okay. Is that the adult pool at Cedardale? And this guy is sitting there talking to his wife or whatever. And he's fucking bellowing his political opinions. Now, first of all, read the room, dude. It's 2021. The country is going through a divorce right now. Okay? It's the most polarized it's ever been. Right. Now, if this were Clint if 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 Clinton had just defeated Bob Dole and you were shitting on Bob Dole or shitting on Clinton, at that point politics was such a gray blob of neutrality for most people that no one's going to get heated, right? Yep. Nowadays, it's a goddamn cold civil war. Yeah. Okay? If you like Trump, you're going to piss off everybody. And if you don't like Trump, you're going to piss off a lot of people too. So when it comes to politics in public settings, unless that's what we're there for, like yeah. unless unless we're talking about we're going to a place to discuss this stuff. Right. Just zip it. Okay? Yeah, like what kind of stuff was this guy saying at the pool? So Karen and I are in the pool. So I'm, yeah, it's a nice, beautiful day. Sounds just like this. Um, so I'm kind of doing a little bit. I'm up to my shoulders. The water's cool, so I'm kind of acclimating it by going neck deep. So, yep. So I'm waiting. Love it. With a D. So yes. This is exactly what it sounds like. Not waiting. Correct. So then this guy's going, yeah. So, all right. So this is exactly what I hear, right? The ambient noises. See how nice this is? So Very this is what, this is what I want, right? This is what I was hearing. Before this guy had to ruin it. Okay. So I'm going to just reenact him. Okay. Talking to his wife. Yep. Yeah, so we were at the party last night, and uh, that guy, Mark, his wife, Missy. Yeah, so she's just going on and on. Long story short, she's a conservative. So she's... Someone brings up the economy and how there's, you know, people aren't working anymore. And she just starts regurgitating these talking points she heard on Fox News. And the wife goes, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and I told her, I said, listen, we have a pandemic that just killed 650,000 people because Trump didn't do anything about it. That caused a depression. That's why people aren't working. That's why there aren't jobs. It's not Biden's fault. Biden's done nothing to contribute to this. And then Karen and I looked at each other and we're like, is this guy fucking serious? So, first of all, sir, I didn't say anything. Because, again, I want to keep the peace. Right. I sound like I get heated on the podcast, but I'm actually temperamentally pretty liberal and pretty amiable out in public. I don't want to mm. fucking... I don't like confrontation. Right, dude. Unless I'm prepared for it. 
Like right. if Mark the Shark comes on, uh, that's a confrontation. You're prepared. I'm I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna revel in that confrontation. Um, but hey, dipshit. First of all, uh, last time I checked, the average age of a COVID death was 79 years old. Not a lot of robust working people in that demographic. Second of all, the pandemic didn't cause an economic depression. The lockdowns caused an economic depression. Who, Whose political party was for the lockdowns? Who was pushing that? Oh, that was oh, the probably uh, every single person you voted for. Right. And second of all, it's proven that the lockdowns did nothing but basically contravene any sort of robust economic recovery that could have happened. It didn't stop the spread. It didn't stop anything. New York and California, top two most aggressive on lockdowns, and they had consistently top two uh, highest COVID rates in the fucking country. Um, your opinion is dumb. But anyway, I'm, I'm just, it's a nice pool day. But what offended me, not offended me, I don't want to sound like a, a Zoomer, but dude, read the fucking room. I'm now 15 feet away, and I can hear him saying this. So he's like, you know, if I'm talking about politics with Karen in a public space, I'm like whispering. Right. You know? Yep. Like, we'll we'll see some guy in the swimming pool with a mask, and I go, who do you think he voted for? Yeah, right. And then Karen will roll her eyes and go, Jesus Christ. Um, But this guy had no problem. I think maybe that's the benefit of... Being uh, considered a radical alt-right person, you 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 know that your opinions are verboten. Right. So you tend to... Keep them a little quiet. Yeah. It's liberal privilege. These people, they kick down the door, they storm into a room. Because they assume everyone th- has, thinks exactly how they do. Yeah. And if they disagree, that's because they're immoral pieces of shit. Right. So I'm here to proselytize my own virtue onto these, you know, uneducated peasants. Yeah, and you're just regurgitating talking points from Fox News. Yeah, While and even I'm, that, I don't understand. If if the talking point is correct, is that still like a mic drop comment? Like that, I noticed that that seems to be a uh, a mic drop for a lot of these people. Where you go, oh, that's weird. A lot of uh, people are coming over the border right now, and um, they're just being taxied all over the the country via plane and not tested for covid right and rather than confront that fact they go would you hear that fox news like that's their comeback right and you go yeah dude and guess what if i saw your cock on fox news it probably is your cock there's certain things that are going to be on a certain channel that will be true you know what i'm saying i do and so much so that the fucking you broke the soundboard. The moral of the story is when you're at a public pool, uh, you should be there to drink and discreetly piss in the pool, not verbally assault. Actually, now I'm using the language of the left by saying f- speech is violence. Fuck. Fucking things. Broke. Not verbally annoy people, and that's what the guy did. And he was fat and unimportant. Oh, I hate fat and unimportant. I can't believe the sandboard just shit just the bed. Just shit its fucking pants. Now you got to start the whole thing. Maybe over. it was the serenity of the could have been of the babbling brook. That's definitely what it fucking was. But anyway, uh, we had a great fucking pool day. I finally got tan a little bit. Are you kidding? 
I got rid of my my look. I almost have it's still there a little bit, but it's completely faded. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and that's kind of all there is to it. Wow, dude! Like I said, guys, jam packed episode. I hope the Cedar Del Pool guy doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, here's what we did, dude. Here's how we stuck it to the man. Okay. Yep. So the the ladies obviously love Harry Styles because. He dresses like a woman. And what girls don't love singers that dress like women, right? They love androgynous men. So, like, a fucking year ago or some shit, we bought tickets to Harry Styles. Okay? Dude, I think it was over a year ago. I think we paid, like, $200 a ticket. Because wasn't that supposed to be October 2020? I don't even remember. I thought it, I thought it was honest. supposed to be, like, July 2020 or something. I honestly don't even remember, dude. Oh, my hindsight of 2020 is terrible. Obviously, they like canceled it and moved it and like a bunch of times, whatever. Then it's supposed to be in like October now. Then they come out and say, just so you know, Harry Styles um, is going to require everybody to wear masks and you have to. You have to get a COVID test. You have to get a COVID test or show proof of vaccination or was it? That's the part that drives me fucking nuts. And I hate to say, I'm nuts, dude. Everyone listening, and I'm sorry because I, all of our friends, are probably sick to death of me doing this shit. So I'll make it brief. I'll try not to just be the... He's going to make f- it really brief. I'm trying not to make it the COVID show every week. But I just can't stress this enough. If there's any uh, science in contravention to what I'm about to say, please share it. Um, I know I'm going to be attacked because my opinion is alt-right. So I am prepared to defend myself. That is why... That's why I know all this shit. Spoiler because alert. I know someone's going to go, where'd you hear that, Fox News? Um, Spoiler alert, there's no uh, argument for the other side, so don't Well, okay, we know for a fact that not only can and do the vaccinated spread COVID, but they actually transmit it at almost identical viral loads to those who haven't been vaccinated, okay? So if you have the vaccine shot, so the argument that get vaccinated because it's not about you, it's about protecting people, that argument's done. The science has turned out to not in any way confirm that theory. Vaccination is solely so that if you contract COVID, your symptoms will be lessened. So in that sense, the vaccine is a success. If you're old and you get COVID and you're vaccinated, you're going to be more protected against it and have a much higher survival rate against it. But if the whole point of the vaccine is that it also contains spread and lowers transmission. That has turned out not to be true. So I pose as an unvaccinated person the same exact risk to someone as a vaccinated person when it comes to transmitting COVID. So if you're going to say that the unvaccinated need to prove that they are negative for COVID, then that doesn't make any sense unless that also applies to the vaccinated people. Because now if I get a COVID if I get a negative COVID test and I go to Harry Styles' show and there's a COVID outbreak, it's solely brought on by the vaccinated people. It has to be because everyone unvaccinated tested negative. So no one walked into the room with COVID. I don't know why this is hard. In in Provincetown, hardly a, uh, a fucking uh, secret cabal of, of Trump supporters. All There was that huge COVID outbreak. 74% were vaccinated. So... Again, the vaccine works in the sense where it offers you protection if you're vaccinated against COVID. But it doesn't work in the sense where it lowers transmission. And I'm sick of this talking point acting like the unvaccinated are the people that are spreading it when it's clear 
very, very clear that the vaccinated are also spreading it. So, again, all these concert goes at proof of vaccination. Why isn't it proof of, of a negative COVID test? Right. That It doesn't make a bit of sense to me, Doc. Oh. Oh. Sorry, that was a one flew over the cuckoo's nest reference. Uh, uh, sure, man. That was fine. Um, what's the nurse's name? Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet. Um, but here's what we did, okay? So we promptly, when we heard the news that you had to wear a mask the whole time and get tested, blah, blah, blah. We immediately made fake vaccine passports. We immediately listed the tickets for sale. And what we ended up doing was making like $200 per ticket. So in a way, we feel like we won because we just made money off of these stupid rules and stuck it to the man. The man in this case being Harry Styles. Even though he doesn't even know we were going and are not going now, he has no idea. He doesn't care. Oh, also speaking of sticking to the man, rage against the machine requires proof of of vaccination to go to their show. That's kind of funny. So let's get this straight. Rage against the machine. Guys, take your own advice. (laughs) They love the machine. It's so funny how outdated these people's politics are. So they were against like all these losers like Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day and Rage Against the Machine. So their politics were anti-Bush, right? Mm. So they were against the war. They were against... Uh, you know, anti-privacy uh, mandates for the NSA, all this stuff that the right is now for. Right. But they haven't adapted their stupid brains to read the room. Right. So they just like, it's, it's, I'm trying to think. It's like if you, uh, I can't think of an analogy. But anyway, yeah, we made money off Harry Styles. Thanks, Harry. Thank you, Harold. But it's every, it's every musical artist now, and I, it's probably not all on them because I know a lot of the venues it's, do it. Yeah. So I think I mentioned uh, that Theo Vaughn got fucked because he like was not planning on doing any of that shit yeah, at a show, and then like two days before the show, they're like, "Oh, just so you know, everyone has to get fucking tested or whatever." And he was like, "What?" But it was like so far along that like just canceling made like no sense. It was like, oh fuck. And then people had to get tested or whatever. Yeah, I mean that is one thing because you can just do what we did and just sell the tickets. Um, when it's when it's like a day before though, it's yeah, kind of no, a that bitch. sucks. Well, did you hear what Dave Chappelle did? How he made everyone get tested the day of in the fucking garage at Foxwoods. I did hear about this, but you can tell the folks at home. So Brian and Casey went to see Dave Chappelle. And by the way, disclaimer, Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian ever. So I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan. Also, disclaimer, love Dave Chappelle, but also watched like the first two episodes of Chappelle's show the other day, and I laughed like once. Really? Yeah. I haven't revisited, but other than Jeff Foxworthy, he's my favorite. All right, um, fair enough. And Laird the Cable Guy. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, he made them get tested. In a fucking dingy... By the way, Dave Chappelle smokes like two packs of cigarettes a day. And this guy's like super concerned about his health. Go fuck yourself. He made them wait in an indoor garage. So it's like 300% humidity. Now everyone's all... like Everyone's 
dressed nicely for the for the night out in Foxwoods. Everyone's covered in sweat now. Mm. They were testing in groups of ten, and if anyone in your randomly selected group tested positive, you were all unable to go to the show. So if if so, Brian and Casey were put in the same group as like eight other people, just strangers, strangers that were going to see the show, and luckily. Everyone tested negative. They got to see the show. They said the show was really funny. But if any one of them tested positive, any one of these strangers, they were screwed. That makes no sense. Yeah. This is the thing. You notice how, like, we finally have a fascist takeover and all of these fucking silly buffoons that have been jumping up and down the last four years are just no no complaints to be filed. Right. And again, I think it's because Netflix, weed, and video games have turned this country into a bunch of communist pussies. Because when the authoritarian takeover happens, it doesn't win you over with brute force. It wins you over by pleasure. You're you're fine. What, what do you care? You've got everything you need. You've need? Yeah, what the fuck? But also, I think it has a lot to do with... Um... What's cool? What's what's cool and hip and and what makes what what makes you feel moral? No, it doesn't. Well, no, no, it doesn't. But it does on their mind. All right, here's the fucking thing, dude. Because here's the thing, dude. <laughs> go ahead. You, no, you go right ahead. No, go ahead. Just saying that. <clears throat> obviously, Trump is not a fascist. I almost said fascist. That's what we call. He's Freudian, definitely not a fascist. Freudian slip. Um, definitely not fascist at all. He's quite the opposite, actually. But he's gay. But all these fucking millennial kids are just shouting that he's a fascist because they were told that's what he is. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. But now that, uh, fucking, you know, Joe is showing uh, signs of fascism, uh, they just don't think it's fascism because they were told that Trump was a fascist guy. So you just, your Joe Biden was Barack Obama? I was Barack Obama. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think people confuse indifference with empathy and compassion. So here's the thing. Okay, tell me what it is. If you have no kids, no, you know, kind of future planned, right, where you want to get a house and you got to save up, you're indifferent. You got no skin in the game. Okay? Right. And that's fine. That's fine. Just fine. But don't criticize me for caring about shit. Like, this is the thing. If you just want to hang out all day in front of the TV and I'm complaining about some ridiculous fucking restriction that was just put in that affects like working people, your whole like, you know what, man? Who cares? Just live and let live. You don't say that because you're some sure, like enlightened, compassion person. You say that because you don't give a fuck. And I think people have confused not giving a fuck with them being like the, the nice, compassionate people. You don't care about the homeless problem if you don't live where there's a bunch of fucking homeless people. Okay? Right. So if I look at places like L.A. covered in literal shit... And I go, this is fucking ridiculous. They should 
they should arrest all these people tomorrow. And I get that a lot of them are mentally ill, a lot of them are addicted to drugs, but why is that the taxpayers' problem? The whole reason we vote for leaders is to take care of the big decisions like what do you do with 10,000 homeless people living in a park, okay? So kind of not my problem. Who gets rid of it? All my problem is I'm doing everything right as a taxpaying citizen. Why do I have to fucking deal with this, Mm. right? And the typical fucking millennial now is like, what do you care, man? It's like, again, you're not sticking up for the homeless people because you're some compassionate. It's because you're a fucking lazy stoner with no skin in the game. It doesn't fucking care. So, like, pipe down, unless you have something constructive to say, and beat it. Well, where are they supposed to go, bro? Yeah. How about your house, dude? Why don't you step in shit first and then tell me you I just don't go. know why. Why doesn't... He's pissed. It wouldn't even take much. It could just be whoever's in charge of it. Why don't they just put 10,000 Afghan refugees on Martha's Vineyard? Why wouldn't you do that like tomorrow? Because you go, these are all the people that are saying how evil the rest of the country is. They're the compassionate ones, so they're going to be better suited to take care of these people. Right. And let's just bring it all. Let's 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 bring them to Aspen and and Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket and all these these alcoves of these decent, heartwarming people. The Beverly Beverly Hills. Yes. Why is it always some bumfuck town that's already broke and doesn't even have a car dealership, and it's never this affluent area full of these people that can't wait to tell you how virtuous they are. Right. Why wouldn't you do that? If I knew that, all right, let's say, let's say you had a habitat for, let's say you ran like a humane society, right? And you had 30 dogs uh, on a giant farm. Ooh, dog farm, yeah. So if I see like, you know, 10 dogs that need a home, I go, oh, I know exactly who to call. Right. I'm the guy. Um, So... But there's there's no equivalent to that. It's now instead it's a guy with all these signs on his lawn that says we need to we need to give this shelter to the to the stray dogs. We need to we need to be more humane to animals and all stuff. And then I find a dog and drop it off your house and you're like, what? No, I can't take care of this. What? Right. So let's just call their bluff. Call their bluff, dude. But it won't happen because I don't know. What soundboard? They used to call him Gordo the Weirdo. Man, this is like a dark, angry show. Why are we doing this? I don't know. I'm just sitting here like an idiot. I sucked other men's cocks. Adultery is not against the law. I'm just sitting here like like an idiot letting you guide the ship, dude. Steer the ship. Like, you're steering the ship. I'm... Can you imagine what a in-depth conversation on politics would be like with... Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. I can't. Like he goes, we need we need to get out of these Middle Eastern wars. We're only there for the oil. And then you go, yeah, dude. Guess what, Billy? Uh, we figured out this thing called fracking, and we've actually been fracking on our own soil now, and we're actually completely energy independent for the first time ever, and we actually are the number one exporter of natural gas now. Isn't that great? What? No, fracking's terrible. We got to get rid of this immediately. And you go, what? So which is it? 
Do we get the oil? And it's always people that own seven cars and have central air and all three of their homes and, the private and go jet. on yachts. And you just go, fuck you. If I got off fossil fuels tomorrow, my life would be radically inconvenienced, but it wouldn't be as insanely different as these people's lives would. Right. Like Al Gore's house has seven bathrooms. I know he invented the internet, but Jesus Christ. A fucking bitch. Oh. Anyway, sorry about that, folks. Folks. It was the pool guy at Cedardale, man. That's what set me off. That actually is what set you I off. I think I repressed my annoyance with him. That was the beginning of the uh, explosion. Where did you go to college? I didn't. Oh, he who shall not be named. All right. We did a podcast episode with he who shall not be named. And um, three years ago? Yeah, it was like two years ago. Two or three years ago. Maybe it was a year ago. It was, well, let's do this. No, 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 no. It was episode 60 something. It was 57. Are you sure? Uh, Yeah, because I had to look this up today. Okay. So he did this episode. Oh. You all right? It got stuck? You know, when you have a belch coming up and it, like, yeah, it just hurts. Yep, hurts. Um, it was a mistake to invite him on. It was my fault. It was Tim's fault. He came on. <laughs> he made a fool of himself, didn't he? Oh. oh, let's wait for it. You look like a fool, don't you, Dilford? There we go. And, um, he came on and proceeded to make a fool of himself. He was immature, sophomoric, um, inarticulate, fat, and um, <laughs> not funny. And um, so about 10 minutes in, my colleague and I realized we made a huge mistake. Yep. But what were we going to do at that point? Right. Just let him go. So he continues to have these scatological jokes. He had a lot of synonyms for the female anatomy um, and really just humiliated himself. He I did thought. talk a lot about shit. Shit and dicks. Yeah. Um, It'd be fine if it was more dicks, but it was more shit. It was more shit. And um, I'm pretty sure he called his girlfriend a bitch. Yeah, he called his girlfriend a bitch. Alright, so we did the show. It was like two hours or something. And then it's the end of the night. And then he drives home. And then he calls us and he goes, can you edit it out where I called my girlfriend a bitch? I was like, what? No, dude. We ended up doing it. But I was like, what do you think this is? You're in charge of what you say. Right. And not to mention, he was here for like three hours. Yeah. And like was up my ass about like, oh, dude, can you post it? Get it posted. I want to hear it posted. Can you post it? Yeah, you get he was. Posted? We didn't want to post it. I'm like, dude, first of all, it's three hours long. I've got to like go through it and find where you call your girlfriend a bitch and take that out. Yeah. And then I started listening back to it. I'm like, dude, I can't fucking post half this shit. It's so bad. So then I had to do more editing and I cut the three hours down to like 45 minutes. I re- released that as part one so I could buy myself time to edit part two. And then... Didn't he like immediately have a fucking panic attack or something? Well, no, because even the next day he's like, "Dude, why didn't? When are you going to release part two? Oh, that's right, actually. And then I don't know if he told people to listen to it, and they did, and and gave their honest opinion <laughs> yeah. about it. But like within twenty four hours, he was 
begging us to take it down. Dude, you got to take that down. You got to take that down. And we're like, fucking gladly, dude. That episode stunk. Yeah, and we were actually trying to figure out how to how to like secretly take it down. And of course, dude, my my fucking brother was like, oh, I finally listened to your podcast. And I was like, no, which one? He's like, that kid that you had on. I was like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> That's what you listened to? So blew that fucking chance. Not that he would probably like it anyway, but. Uh, yeah, so then, and then uh, he who shall not be named quit my company. So, you know, we got rid of him. And then, uh, like, two weeks in, I get a frantic call. He's like, dude, you got to take that episode down, man. I was like, we we did, dude. He's like, nah, it's still up there. If you Google my name, I'm losing. He's like, I, I, I just lost a job uh, opportunity because of it. Which I'm like, what? All right. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> and, uh, but again, even if you did, I didn't hold a gun to your head and ha- have you read a script. No. Nope. The internet isn't written in pencil. He mm. who should not be named. It's written in <laughs> ink. Um, so then today, years later now, I get a text message from he who shall not be named. And it says, Hey, can you try to remove the podcast I helped in on on this website? As if he helped us? He says, I'll Venmo you $200. And I said, we removed everything we have control of. And he's panicking. And when he told me about the $200 part, then I started panicking, trying to figure out how to remove it. And I said, why don't you give $15,000 to a local hospital? And that'll come up when people Google you, and they won't look any further, which I think is good advice. The best part, too, is it comes up pretty close to the top. What the fuck was that? Was that an email? Did I just get a fucking email? It's gone now. Whatever. I thought it said, like, Tim and Tim, so that's why I was like, what? Ooh. Um, but Did it? If I type in, he shall not be named on Google. One, two, three. Yeah, my I saw it was like fifth or sixth down. I'm sure it's the Jewish Journal is like one of his like top ones. One, two, three. It's the fourth one down. <laughs> Which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, fourth one down. Whoops. And his life is ruined forever. Let's let us uh yeah, let's just pre- press play, pick a random spot and play 10 seconds of this for the folks at home. Okay. Just to get an idea. And then we'll get the $200 for removing this clip from this episode. If you have thought about starting Oh, let's not do that part. Final answer? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's crash. Oh, that's Vanessa Carlton. He's already relitigating his opinion that he just did. All right. So you're going with Vanessa Carlton. I'm going with Vanessa Carlton. Okay. Okay. Let's, so real quick, let's just erase the answer and he's going with Vanessa Carlton. Piano beats guitar anyways. I'd rather have a sexy pianist than a sexy guitar player. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Besides, I, wanna, I know this is going to sound really sexist, but uh, there's something about a girl playing guitar where I just feel like she's just not really totally in control of it. Or like a girl playing piano, I'm like, that's hot. Do you know what I'm saying? I that's very sexist of you to say that. Like when I watch a hockey <laughs> game. Wait, now this is just incriminating me. Yeah, yeah, what the when fuck? I watch a hockey game. This isn't working very well. The puck, you know that sort of feeling? Yeah, that's what I get when I see like. Uh, Why do you sound so different? I'm, 
as your price. That guy was taking yeah, why don't you stop number. right there? I'm pro female guitar players, by the I'm way. I'm finished. <laughs> See, uh, do you know what movie that's from? All right, so skip around. Let's try to get a soundbite from this guy. I'm finished. More people yeah. will sleep with you. No, no, no. But listen, he's getting his hair cut at Great Clips. At, at, at Supercook? Yeah, basically. Oh, that's Cooch yes. called it. I'm a big time Patriots okay. fan. I, 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 I knew watch that about you. I'll watch. I'll watch any. I'll watch any football game. Okay, okay, it's the second you on. answer one of my on. questions, and then you just disqualify your answer by saying like, "Yeah, but I'll watch anything." Because I'm thinking about it, Tim. There's listeners, and I want to make a good impression. See, this is him. This is him trying to make a good impression. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm nervous. So no, I'm a Pats fan. Um, anything I can bet on, I'll watch them. Wow, so. what? Did you get the haircut at Floyd's? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Do you bet on women's lacrosse? I I would if I had access to those TV channels. Okay. I could watch it. Okay, I would definitely Here's the thing, though. I can't even listen to that. Here's the thing. is we cu- I spent hours cutting out all the worst shit. Right. So it's probably not even going to be in there. Whatever is in there, he's saying it's costing him job opportunities. That episode probably cost him... Twenty-two thousand. And by I love now? how he goes. There's listeners. I want to make a good impression, and then starts talking about when he gets shit on his finger when he wipes his ass. Right. That's the stuff I'm I'm talking about. <sighs> but we didn't do a good job portraying to the audience what he sounded like. I know. It was really just you fucking degrading but woman. Probably the number one episode of complaints. So we get complaints. Two things. We get complaints when I'm um, too far alt right, and I go against. Um, you know, when I go too far, I guess. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you get angry. Yeah. So we get complaints about that. Um, and we get complaints about... Um, and we got complaints about that episode. Right. Who the, who the hell is this kid? What? Why did, you, why did you have him on? This kid sucks. Yeah, we got a lot of those. We got a lot of those. Tons, even. I would say my alt-right rants inspired less... Criticism from our fans yeah. than he did. 100%. He who shall not be named was the biggest mistake we've ever made. And here's, it's costing him money. And here's the thing, dude, is this episode is us talking about nothing. We have nothing at all. I have nothing prepared. Nor does my colleague here. And right. this is better than he who shall not be named. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like that. We just heard this. So I'll give you a close up. Let's rewind the tape. That was the fart mic? Yeah, that was the couch mic we, we've been hiding down there. Check, please. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, he can't scrub the internet. I guess even though we deleted the episode, it's still out there. You can still find it. You can um, still find it. And it's a disaster. It really is. And I don't blame him. One of the few times I've been in total agreement with him is that that episode for his sake needs to be off the internet. I fully support its permanent removal from any streaming capabilities, any anywhere on the internet. I want it gone. Um, so I back his need to have that expunged. I just don't have the control to do that. With that being said, if anybody emails it's dot the dot tims at gmail.com and venmos either myself or tim five dollars i will send you the entirely unedited episode beginning to end it's like three hours long yeah that's like 
when you hire a dominatrix to beat the shit out of you. What that's like is like selling You're paying for your own punishment. It's this is like OnlyFans. Yeah. You get to hear us talk about dumb shit all the time. But if you want the If you want the goods. Yeah, if you want this guy that you don't know who he is making a total fucking fool of himself and talking about shit and dicks for three hours, you gotta pay for that. Maybe we should go behind the paywall. Start getting really, really edgy content. Lead the audience in on it in the freebie section of the first half of the episode. And then be like, well, if you want to hear the rest, you got to subscribe. But we make it so that all the free shit is is you just ranting about politics. (laughs) And then all the shit that they have to pay for. If you want me to stop, you got to (laughs) pay. If you want me to shut up, you got to pay. Any reason you feel qualified for this job? Well, I'm white. And I'm a male. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know who... You know who the moderator in that clip is? Trey Parker? Hold on, the original one. Let me pull it up. The original one? Yeah, like the full thing. Here, you can go on. The internet? Yeah. Yeah, why don't you go on the internet? What do we call that episode? I mean, what what is what are Trey Parker? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that video called? I think it's called like Trey Parker interview. What? You're just making this up. <laughs> no, I think it's like workplace discrimination. That sounds more likely. Workplace discrimination. That's it. Oh. Yeah. I don't. So this guy. What the? I need the stylus pen. Oh, right. It's way over there. Wow, these are fine credentials. How does only have 69,000 views? This video is hilarious. I see you graduated from the University of Illinois. Yes, and as you can also see, also worked for three years for uh, Smith Aircraft. But so at the very end, not sorry, I'm, I'm almost done. So at the very end, this guy who pops up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop, you just talked yourself into a job. <laughs> well, that's how it often was, folks. Racial and ethnic minorities were often denied promotions or jobs. Not because they weren't qualified, but because of their race, gender, or ethnicity. You know who that is? He looks really familiar. That's Larry Elder, who's running against Gavin Newsom in California. It's your boy? Yes. What the fuck, dude? Larry Elder is in the funniest short video Trey Parker and Matt Stone have ever done. About discrimination. If you ever needed a reason to vote for Larry Elder. That's it? That's it. That's it, dude. Yeah, dude. Here's your boy. Here he is. Oh, sometimes I fucking... He fucked up. I fucked up. What else have we got for content? (laughs) Here he is, dude. We got a couple days till this recall happens. Doesn't affect me, but it's fun to watch. Recall. Recall. Speaking of recall. Recall. Dropped my car off at the uh, friggin' shop today, dude. Have a bunch of work done. Jeez. It's going to stink. Car troubles, am I right? <laughs> Folks, he's right. Jesus. What's that old sexist <sighs> blue-collar expression? If it has tits or wheels, it costs you money or something? That sounds like it would be something. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. If it's got tits or wheels. What else? What else? I don't know. 
like I said, guys, jam-packed episode. Yeah, we have this, all this material that we discuss. It was hard to pack this. We had to jam it in. It's unbelievable. Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. Eat it. Esteban has bitten. Eat! Is he dead? Esteban was eaten! He was swallowed whole. No! Dude! I want to rewatch Dude, that. When so does the goddamn Wes Anderson movie that was supposed to come out like two years ago come out? What was it called again? Uh, what was it called? Fact. It was like the French. Now, oh, what the fuck was it called? Death fact? to Hitler. What was it called? Fact. Who directed that? You mean Death to Stalin? Death to Stalin. Um, he does like uh, Into the Loop. I think he did the show Veep. I like that guy a lot. The guy that wrote uh, the Death of Stalin. I haven't watched it. Is it good? Oh, it's awesome. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that movie's fantastic. I keep scrolling by it and almost watching it. Where is it on? Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that movie, dude. You would actually really like it. I'm going like to watch it. It's right up your humor alley. Oh, oh. You would like it. Jeez. And it also just shows you how fucked the Soviet Union was. But he's gay. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. I am blind. I am gay. I am disabled. I love gold. But um, <laughs> death is stuff. No, there's the um. God damn it! I gotta look this up now. So the last Wes Anderson movie to come out was Isle of Dogs. Do you think he purposely named it that? Because when you say it, it sounds like you're saying I love dogs. Isle of Dogs. Oh, maybe. Or is that just a coincidence? Might be, dude. You seen Isle of Dogs? I have not. I saw Reservoir Dogs. Is that similar? The French Dispatch. Oh, it's got critical reviews. Oh, it's coming out in a couple weeks. Get the fuck out. It looks it looks very Wes Anderson-y. The only thing is this Timothy Chalamet kid. He's good in movies, but he's also annoying in Let some movies. Let me see movies. his face. He's super woke and super... Oh, I don't like him. He's annoying. But he was good in Lady Bird. I thought Lady Bird was going to be a, pi- a steaming pile of feminist trash. Right. But it's um, it's really good. It's really good. You know, I don't think Reservoir Dogs was that good. Is that so? Yeah. And for similar reasons, I don't think Hateful Eight was that good either. I don't think Hateful Eight was good. I think it's pretty much the same movie. I think Reservoir Dogs is ten times more entertaining than Hateful Eight, but I haven't I haven't watched Reservoir Dogs in quite some time. The ha- fuck was that? Hateful Eight was just so long, and there wasn't a satisfying payoff. And I get the, and maybe this isn't even a thing, but I feel like he, if you asked, axed. if you ask if you asked Quentin Tarantino, yep, like how he came up with Hateful Eight. Yeah, he'd probably say something like, "Oh, I thought it'd be challenging to create a movie that only takes place in one room, or something like that." Okay. Right? So in that case, sure, yes, I'm sure that makes it quite difficult, and sure he did a fine job, but it's just so boring and drawn out and fucking. Come on, could have cut so much of that shit out. Definitely. And then I feel the same way about Reservoir Dogs. So See, I don't a... think Reservoir Dogs is boring. I think Hateful Eight's really boring. I think it's kind of boring, dude. I think Hateful Eight's much worse, but I think Reservoir Dogs is not very good. But you're all—I feel like you're also standing on the shoulders of 
everything Tarantino's done at the time when, like, oh, for sure. That that's the other thing. I'm not big into judging movies by for the time because I feel like it's like when we were talking about Taxi Driver, it's such a cop out to be like, yeah, but for you know 1976 no because that, that's a cop because i like i love taxi driver now in 2021 so it's just a good movie but i will say in the case of reservoir dogs um i think it probably would be more enjoyed before you saw what tarantino was like fully capable of if you said to me right now would you rather watch reservoir dogs or taxi driver yep I would have to spend a long time thinking about which one I'd rather watch. <laughs> uh, well, I like Taxi Driver way more than Reservoir Dogs. I love Taxi Driver. I'm like, so you agree, dude. Reservoir Dogs sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can watch Taxi Driver and have watched Taxi Driver north of 10 times. Fair enough, dude. I, I love everything about Taxi Driver. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. Reservoir Dogs, it's good. Again, I haven't seen it in a couple years. I have seen it multiple times. Um. I mean, even compared to Pulp Fiction, it's not even close. Pulp Fiction... Pulp Fiction's way better. Pulp Fiction, every single frame of that movie has me completely captivated. I love Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is like two and a half hours, and I would not remove a single minute from that movie. So why doesn't he just do that with every movie? Um... Well, he's now this is the same thing. It's as, really only Hateful Eight. I mean, every other movie is super long, yeah, sure. and I love Inglorious right. Bastards. I am in on the edge of my seat the entire time. Well, that, folks, he's right. That movie is like two hours and twenty minutes. He's got a point. Django's super fucking long. That's very good. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, my favorite Tarantino, oh, yeah. my favorite Tarantino movie ever. Very good. Um, I know so many people that were bored out of their minds with that movie. <sighs> I think know, again. I think what you have to just there's certain movies that are like certain foods. Now, you know I despise cheese, okay? He doesn't like it. So if I'm like, yeah, this fucking goat cheese makes you want to fucking puke, you don't see that as a reflection on the goat cheese. You just go, yeah, he's not into goat cheese. Right. And that's kind of the thing with certain people with movies, you know? Taxi Driver is my goat cheese, and you're the guy that just, you know, goat cheese just isn't your thing. True, he's got a point. You know, when I don't like goat cheese, I don't go, I, I don't say goat cheese is disgusting. I say, I don't like goat cheese. Right. You know? I respect you for that because I hate, like, I hate when people go, the Beatles suck. The Beatles do not fucking suck. You just don't like the Beatles. Yeah. You, there's, there's zero facts that you could use to defend your point of the Beatles sucking. I think two Sometimes people just try to be contrarian. Like they like. Oh, for sure. They like having the edgy opinion that the Beatles suck. Right. Like the birds. I think the birds suck. I said this in the chat the other day. Right. I don't think they suck, but I I don't get it. I don't think they deserve the acclaim they have received. Fair enough, dude. Yeah. Okay. You have a 12 string fucking Rickenbacker with reverb on it and, and you guys are all just singing and it's only I think you said this about um, Crosby was it was it Crosby, Stills and Nash where you said I would like their harmonies a lot better if they gave me a break from them yes that's like the birds yes absolutely that's like the birds it's 
every it's only three part harmonies and it waters down the effect of the harmonies. Yeah. Because you're just like it's nonstop. They could take a lesson from the Radiohead drummer. Yes. On how to make an impact. Yeah. Because I forgot the I don't fucking know his name. Do you know his name? I just know he's bald and plays drums for Radiohead. And there's like three <laughs> drummers that are bald and play drums for Radiohead. That fucking guy, dude. He if he played Is that Richard something? Really hard, fast, crazy beats all the time. You wouldn't even notice him. Like you'd be like, oh, this drummer's good. Actually, I'm making it. I always just make dumb points, huh? Because you like the dynamics. It's what it's, I'm trying to say is he'll play the most simple, quiet thing for fucking two minutes of a song. You will barely notice he's fucking there. And then at one point in the song, he'll add a ride symbol and just keep playing the same beat he's been playing, but yes. now he's using a fucking ride symbol. Yeah, like this is nice. And just because he added that little fucking thing, yep. you go, oh, oh, oh and you yeah. cream your pants. It's totally true. Because he took it from here to here, dude. Yep. And then he still got plenty of room to take it to way up here, bro. Well, it's like when you're on a first date, right? And you have this rep, you have this reserve of of funny jokes or comments, right? Right. You don't when you're waiting for your table, you don't get nervous and start like, you know, dishing out the jokes to keep her entertained. Right. You got to maintain cool. And then, you know, then when you Sprinkle sit down, them. and then once she's had like two drinks and she's more laughable now, yeah. Now instead of a, a nervous giggle, you get a, a guffaw, a boisterous laugh. Yes. Which and, and laughter, actually, I don't know what's all the endorphins crap and all that stuff. Dopamine is laughter an aphrodisiac too? Sure it is. Could be. That's the thing if too. If laughing at my tiny dick makes you horny, laugh away. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so people think that we're just lazy and like don't prepare material. Yeah, I don't know what would and give them that idea. And don't put effort into the podcast. But that's not true. We just are so intelligent that we know that we need to release mediocre episodes for you to appreciate the really good ones. Right, so like when next when next week or the week after's episode is fucking brilliant, right? It's gonna be extra brilliant, right? Like last week's episode was fucking great. Yeah, what so was we last gotta dial episode? it back, full circle. Oh yeah, yeah. Last yeah. week and the week before were pretty fucking good. So we know that and this we have, one was just me ranting about politics. Which one? This one. Oh yeah, yeah. So we know we have two pretty good ones. So now we gotta dial it back and give you a shitty one, so that you're left wanting another good one. Totally true. Yeah. So that's what this is. This is the shitty one. Yeah. Ebbs and flows. Right. If there's Where no would, ebbs. Right. You don't have flows. I mean, you could just put out purely good quality episodes every time and have consistent flows, but we like a, we like ebbs. No, because then the fucking listener becomes spoiled. It's kind of like when... It's like when your mom asks you to mow the lawn. And you do a really fucking good job. And then one fucking Sunday, you're a little hungover and you do a shitty job. She goes, uh, what the f- what the fuck happened? You, you're, you're not even fucking trying now with the lawn? Where if you kind of, you know, every other Sunday kind of missed a spot, she'd be like, oh, 
That's classic Tim. He just misses a little spot, but it's okay because next week he'll get it. It's like if you have a really tasty pork chop, right? Oh, God, yeah. And you got some carrots on the side. Baby carrots? Yeah. Now you like the ones with the little green left on it? They're like pointy and long. Now let's just say, like, you know, uh, a quartered carrot kind of sliced diagonally into one third inch pieces. Okay. All right. Um, So not the Mrs. Doubtfire. No. Little carrot. Okay. No, more like the Clooney and Burn After Reading. Gotcha. So. Okay. Now, you love pork chops way more than carrots. You're actually not even in the mood for carrots. The only reason you made carrots was to go with the pork chops. Right. Right? But you really chose pork chops because you wanted the pork chop. Right. right? But if you just made a plate with two pork chops, which is really all you want, right? you'd be left feeling overindulged. Yep. Whereas if you have the boring carrots on the side, yeah, they make you like the pork chop even more. Right. And that's the best part, you know, when like you're down to your half a half a pork chop. Yep. And you're like, all right, um, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat all the carrots now. Right. And then I can just fully enjoy like the last three bites of pork. Right. Chop. That's kind of what it's like. Right, dude. Is that too poetic? Is that too high? No, that art? sounds about right. So like. The listeners are still digesting. The so past. this is a carrot. Next week will be a pork chop. Right. We're helping you digest last week's episode right now. You need to eat your vegetables too. We can't just keep cramming good shit into your head. It won't right. fit. You need to take your medicine. We got to give you a little bit of good shit. You got to slowly digest it with yes. some with some wash it down with some crappy shit. Yes. The next week we'll give you some good shit again. Yeah, it's like feeding a starving child. Now, if you go to the Sudan and you find a kid whose rib cage is sticking out, you can't just say, holy shit, this kid's starving and feed him an entire roasted chicken. Right. That'll actually kill him. You got to give him like a. You have one to give him like little bits of piece energy of an and protein. Yeah. Little piece of an orange and be like, suck on this. Don't and, even chew it. Yep. Yeah, and then have his body acclimate to absorbing energy again. Right. So that's what we're trying to do. We last week we gave a starving kid a chocolate cake and everyone went like holy shit this is unbelievable but uh, this is too much. Yes. So now this is the the orange that you have to suck on. If we so gave suck you on this episode. Only good episodes you'd be like Bruce and Matilda. Yes. Just cramming a whole chocolate cake down your face. Yes. And made, you'd be fat. Made with the blood, sweat and tears of the the lunch lady, whatever yeah. her name was. Yeah. Something stupid. Like, Do you know there's whatever. nude pictures of Trunchbull on the internet? Are you kidding? Like well, in, in that. No, like the actress that plays her. You, you were right. But like in, in um, the same shape and everything that she's yes. in then. Still the same six foot two pair. Wow. Pear shaped. Wow. Let me see if it's still there. Oh, Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Have you noticed that Ilhan Omar sounds like Christopher Walken? Let's see if I can prove no. this. No. Can you prove that for me? You know, Christopher Walken stresses the random syllables in his words. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of what Ilhan Omar does. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag oh, wow. of the United States of America. I washed it down with a vanilla shake oh, wait. and French fries. I don't have it. I'm sorry. Jess hates Damian Lewis. 
from Billions, the main character in Billions, every time he comes on the fucking TV, just just Isn't is he like, like the oh. star of Billions. Yeah. So how did, does she not like the show? She's just like I can't stand this fucking guy. And it's like he's got a he's got like a untrustworthy face, but he was well casted for the role, obviously, because he's like a you know he does like sketchy dealings in the stock market. Right. But I think what makes it worse is he has like this kind of like New York fuck you type uh, accent-y mannerisms. That makes her hate him even more. Right. I think he's fine though. It's great. She would hate him in Homeland. All right, let's see. Her bracelet says boss babe because she's fierce. First of all, anybody that's fierce and it's one that is equal to every single person that walks in it. What? Anybody that's fierce, I don't like. But my sisters and I also know our place in Congress. We know that we each represent 780,000 constituents. This isn't working. I saw a speech where she sounded like Christopher Walken. Damn it. Maybe there's a YouTube video on here. I washed it down. With a vanilla shake. He doesn't like women that are fierce. <laughs> he doesn't like congresswomen that shit on all right fans of Donald Trump. Now it just go now it just right turn into Park. Randy. <laughs> a lot of people said all right. Sleepy Joe. I guess I can't find it. Sorry. Doesn't for- even like guacamole. I love Mexicans. Sleepy Joe. Good old Sleepy Joe. God bless him. He is sleepy. Put that coffee down. Ah. Then doesn't he go like... Was there anyone cooler than like 1990s Alec Baldwin? Oh, no fucking way. He's so fucking cool, dude. Doesn't he go like, who the fuck are you? Or he goes, who are you? I think he might say, who the fuck are you? He goes, who am I? I drove here in a $75,000 BMW. That's who the fuck I am. Yeah, Ed Harris goes, who the fuck are you? Right. No, he goes, no, he looks at Kevin Spacey and he goes, who the fuck is this guy or something? That's what it is. Let's just play the whole speech now. Just fucking play it, dude. We're going to play the entire speech. Yeah, that sounds like Ilhan Omar, man. Next week, I'm going to come prepared. See, this is what we do. Ebbs and flows. Yep. Right now, this is an ebb. Next week is a flow. Celebrate the peaks, dude. You can't celebrate the peaks if you don't have any valleys. Let's let's see the speech. Let's hope there's no ads here. How long is it? Eight minutes. (laughs) No, we'll we'll skip around the part where he's got the he's got the. I love I love scenes where it's raining in the background. Oh, the best. I don't know what it is. Especially when it's like dramatic. Yep. A woman in white plains on the hook. Five units, Mountain View. On the hook. And where's Mr. Roma? Well, I'm not a leash, so I don't know, do I? Okay, buddy, settle down. Let me have your attention for a moment. Because you're talking about what? You're talking about. Oh. 
bitching about that sale you shot. Some son of a bitch don't want to buy land. Somebody don't want what you're selling. Some broad you're trying to screw, so forth. Let's talk about something important. Are they all here? How bad? How badly? It can't be badly. How bad? Well, do I want to stand? That's badly. How badly do I want to stand in an office setting? In a nice suit. In a nice suit, smoking a cigarette indoors. Yep. And refer to a chick as a broad. How fucking bad badly do I want to do that? He wants to do it badly, folks. Really fucking badly. One. Well, I'm going anyway. Let's talk about something important. Kevin Spacey before he was creepy? Yep. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. <laughs> you think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Your name's Levine. You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I don't gotta listen to this shit. You certainly don't, pal. Because the good news is you're fired. The bad news is you've got all you've got just one week to regain your job, starting with tonight. Starting with tonight's sit. Oh, have I got your attention now? Good. Because we're adding a little something to this month's sales contest. As you all know, first prize night, is how Cadillac he Eldorado. Anybody want to see second prize? Yeah. Second prize is a set of steak knives. Pretty nice. Those are nice. Third prize is you're fired. Did you get the picture? Are you laughing now? You've got leads. Mitch and Murray paid good money. Get their names to sell them. You can't close the leads you're given. You can't close shit. You are shit. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it, because you are going out. The leads are weak. The leads are weak. The fucking leads are weak. You're weak. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> you know why, mister? Because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 BMW. That's my name. Love how shittily I remembered this scene. What? I just was not even close. <laughs> oh, what the, what's your name? Yeah, and I was at 75000 and I fucked up. Hey, man, it's all right. You know, we, we have a lot of false memories with movies. Yeah, and the shit. Do you know he never says hello, Clarice, in Silence of the Lambs? Oh, you've never seen Silence of the Lambs. That movie scare that movie would scare scare you. Can't it? I'm a little bitch. Remember well, you get nightmares. Remember when the dog pops out? In the guest. In the guest? No, the gift. The gift. Dude, that was so funny. That really was and so funny. That guy funny. behind you couldn't stop laughing Let's for go, Oh fuck. I would say that guy behind us <laughs> laughed for f the next five minutes. Yeah. Like I think it was that long. Yeah. Like actual five minutes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was hilarious. And it was like the same laugh as when I uh, was at UMass Hall taking a shit and farting. <laughs> like I was like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. This dude's cracking me up. Fuck, dude. Oh, shit. I love that story. Yeah. Same same guy. So. Well. The Glenn Gary leads, man. 
Those are them. Those are the Glengarry leads. Um, dude, listen. It's been like 80 minutes. We already know this is an ebb. He's right. Do we... Why don't you come in and out of the snowy snow and get yourself some coffee? He had a birthday yesterday. Got some cake. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this is an ebb. Right. This is an episode. Yeah. That's going to be the name of this episode. All right. And then we'll just be like, oh, shit, I haven't listened to last week's. How is it? Like, yeah, it's kind of an episode. We'll make it a thing. Okay. Yo, did anyone check out the podcast? Let me know what you think. Uh, yeah, but is it like an episode or is it a real deal one? Yeah, wait till you guys hear fucking next week's. It's going to be a flow episode. It's going to flow. Chilo, you got a bass. <laughs> got to put that on the soundboard. Is there anybody funnier than Jack Black in School of Rock? Um, I mean, that's a loaded question. Yeah, it is. But that he's very funny in that movie, and I enjoy him he in that movie. He cracks me up. He's like Jim Carrey, where the movie would cease to exist if he weren't in it. Exactly. Imagine uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, with like Paul Rudd. Right, like I can't think of a single Jim Carrey movie from the '90s. Like The Mask, who would have done The Mask? I can't even pick like Liar Liar. Hey, who the fuck would have done that? Jim Carrey, man, he's nuts, but he's he's probably the one of the most talented guys to ever be a movie star. What do you think? Congratulations, seriously. Thanks. I wish it didn't require the seriously, but thank you. Hi. Hi. New in the building. Yeah, I just moved in Monday. Oh, you like it so far? Mm-hmm. Everybody's been real nice. Well, that's because you have big jugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them. Oh. Mama! I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure the punch sounds that fake. Yeah, everybody's been real nice. So he, who shall not be named... um. Sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Sorry. We're sorry. But the episode is... It's summer, dude. It's out of our hands now. What the episodes are, are feathers inside a pillowcase. So what we do when we release them is we take a knife to the pillowcase, and the wind takes the feathers just wherever wind takes things. So we can pick up the feathers that are still on the roof near us, but... If your episode feather fucking blows into the next guy's town, we can't do anything. Yeah, he's got it now. Now he's got your fucking feather, man. That's what the internet is, dude. It's ripping a feathered pillow on the roof on a windy night. You can't get it back. You can't. The internet isn't written in pencil mark. It's written in ink. Is that what she says? Yep. It's absolutely right. Yeah. The Zuck knows. Yeah, the Zuck knows, dude, because of the fucking, uh, what's her face? Rooney Mara. Um, yeah, but what's her dumb like name in the movie? Uh, you said it earlier. I did say it earlier. Let me see. It is... Oh. Um, it is... Hold on, it should be right here. It's in the I, I'm So Sure cast. Yeah, I got it right here. But hold on, it's got to be after this because I sent the thing. Um, Damn it. 
Erica Albright. Erica Albright, dude. I don't know why I just said that like Chris, Chris, uh, Christopher Walken. Erica Albright. Washed it down. Milkshake. French fries. Whoa. Oh, is that why you mentioned him? Yeah. Oh. Dude, that's so funny. Bobby Axelrod. Does Eric watch uh... Billions? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that made me watch Billions. Because here's the thing is... um, Wait, you have HBO? No, no. it's on uh, Prime. Uh, But so... Paul Giamatti in that? Yes. I love Paul Giamatti. Um, So I, I use all these stock market terms that Eric's not familiar with. Like stonk? No, like cash secured puts, things like that. But um, and then you know he looks it up, and then he knows what they are. So then he starts using the, the Put terms. That coffee down. And then in billions, they use terms. Billions is like, it's almost like house, where they talk about doctory shit, and they use doctory terms. But a real doctor is like, this is like, bro, this is so fucking like watered down childish shit. Right, right, right. Not that I'm a fucking head fund manager. They're I'm trying not. to make it accessible. They're trying to use the stockies. Right. You know. But it'll be like, oh, I sold puts on blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it just feels, it just feels so dumb. Right. It's like, okay, you guys are trying too hard to right. seem. Seem like you're Wall Street guys. Exactly. Exactly, dude. Gotcha. Not that I am a Wall Street guy because I'm a fucking idiot. You're a Wall Street bets guy. I'm not, though, because I've never second best thing. Don't go on. (laughs) Let's see what GameStop's at for uh, the Bully Boys. Let's see. I sold seven shares last week. Did you really? Uh, No. For a loss? The week week before. A loss or a gain? Ah, a gain, dude. Dude, that's my boy. So I bought at. That's my fucking boy. So I bought at 157.15. Okay, where'd you sell the seven? I sold the seven at two sixteen, I think. That's not bad. I'm proud of you. So I think I actually made nine hundred dollars. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot with me like me? No, don't you wish you sold up here with me? That would be great, but how much did you sell there? I had like way less than you. But part of me still is a bully boy though. That's fine. But here's the thing that people don't fucking understand, dude. Oh. People that know nothing about the stock market think that you buy, say you want 100 shares of GameStop. Yeah. They think that you just buy 100 shares of GameStop, and then one day it goes up and you sell 100 shares of GameStop. All in, all out. Well, that's the philosophy of specifically GME. Well, I, think- I wouldn't say that applies to anything. I would say if you went into Reddit, all the GME people, and you said, is this your stock buying philosophy? They'd say, no, dude, this is literally just for GME. Well, you even just, you even got into the people on Wall Street Bets, which a lot of them, some people actually know a shit ton of shit on, on fucking Wall Street Bets. But those are still stocky people. They're still stock people. They're stonky. They're stonky people. Yeah. If you just plucked a random person off the fucking street and you're like, hey, man, how do you do stocks? He's like, oh, you buy a bunch and then you sell it and then you make the money. Oh, I thought that's what you were accusing the uh, Wall Street bets people of being. No, I'm just saying people. Okay, I got you. Layman. Novice. Yeah. 
investors. I got you. I misunderstood. I'm I'm naturally defensive over the bully boys, so I, I was lashing out, and I apologize. When in reality, what they should be doing is when it gets down to the certain price you want, you start slowly accumulating shares. Right. You buy right. five here. You buy five there. One day, it's down a lot. You buy 10. Right. The next week, it comes down more. You buy 20. Not exactly because you don't want to be adding at a loss, but you slowly accumulate shares. Yes. Then if it fucking explodes one day, you can sell 10% of your shares and hold the rest. Yes. Comes down a bit. Doesn't matter because you made money off the 10%. No, you're right. So like I even just that seven I sold. So I sold about 60 bucks a share higher than I bought it. Yeah. You just locked in $60 worth of profit. Yeah. So now when the price comes back down. So then if it's, then if I find it trading at like 115 or 110 or something, you could throw money right back in. I could just take the same dollar amount. Right. That I profited. Yeah. And just scoop more. Exactly. But you still have some so that if tomorrow it goes to $20,000, you still can sell some for $20,000. You're totally right. That's why I bought whatever, how much I bought. Right. It's not just one position. Hold Open forever. or closed, right? Right. You phase in, you phase out. That's how he's right. The pros fucking do it. He's fucking right. You goddamn right. So when I was selling Summit, you know, I sold Summit like two hundred. Then I sold Summit two thirty. Then I sold Summit three hundred or whatever the fuck. Yep. Phased out. I caught all of the moves. You're right. You did. You know. I think it did get to three hundred that day. It did. Fucking. Nice. And I probably sold a little bit below that, but that's better You're than still up. That's better than not selling all any at all. Right. And you're right back where you were when you entered and you didn't make any money because you're a fucking dickhead. He's absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Bobby Axelrod. Is that your boy's name? That Billions. Just, that just hates? Yeah. Yeah, that guy, I get, I get why she finds him off-putting. There is something about him. I don't know. He does have a, he's like a, he's weaselly. He's got yeah. like a weaselly face. Yeah. It's actually kind of weird that he's as successful as an actor as he is. Yeah. Because he's been in a bunch of shit. He was in Band of Brothers. He was in Homeland. Now Billions. It's a good role for him, though, because he, like I said, he's weaselly. He's like, you don't really trust him. He looks kind of like an asshole. You wouldn't really fuck with him. Right. That's the kind of person you want. Yeah, he just kind of looks like a humorless drag, you know? Right. Not a guy you'd want to fuck or hang out with. Again, disclaimer, I know nothing about the stock market at all. But with that being said, I know more than most people. I know you mean. I bet you doctors that watch House are probably so annoyed. Yes. Where he's like, we're going to take a uh, scammel apple straw uh, test and uh, we're going to send that down to the uh, KSP, get a little uh, RPG reading on that. Like, I'm just like, what? A better version of billions, in my opinion. Millions? Billions. And I was the show say, the better version would be millions. So they like to have their little talks about like, oh, stocky talk, fucking hedge funds, blah blah blah. I prefer the way they did it in The Big Short because they actually use terms that average people have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Right. They don't dumb it down. Right. And then they like explain it, right. which is fine. But I'd rather have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Pause it. That's why I like margin calls so much. Am I? Is that what I was actually thinking of? Well, What's the one where? Um, she, they like explain the terms in a bathroom. No, that's Big Short. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying margin call, they, they don't do the explaining like the Big Short does. They just like unapologetically are like, this is what's going on. Right, I'd prefer that. Yeah. I prefer to have to pause the show, go on Investopedia, and look up what the fuck they're talking totally. about. Totally. 
than yeah. them like dumb it down to fu- fucking toddler shit. I hate when they do. You know what I can't stand in screenplays when they do, and it applies to shows, movies. The screenwriter will abbreviate a word to make it look like it's like a lingo that the character uses. Like it'll be two cops walking, and they'll be like, "And I get that maybe in real life they use this term, but it's so fucking lame." Like, like there'll be like a dead prostitute, and the guy will be like. Yeah, she's a, the body's over here. Looks like a pross, and oh, you're just like, this is so come on, fucking dude. lame. You That's, freaking, but they idiot. do that all the time. They'll make it look like it's some sort of like you know jargon. That the right, most, cover all the shorts. When in reality, the cop be like, yeah, she was a hooker. She's over here. She smells like shit. Right, come check out this shitty smelling whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got an SSW like what? Sh- Shitty smelling whore. <laughs> like, it's a, like it's a code term. A GBF. Yeah. GBF-G. GBFP. Oh, great big fat. Well, we used to work with a guy that we would call GBFG because he was great a great big, big, fat, big guy. fat guy. Gotcha. And I'm not even kidding. And my coworkers uh will attest to this. He was, no, I'm not even joking, he was this wide. Like, if you were to grab his hips end to end. And, like, slow dance with him? Yeah. I would say he weighed five, north of 500 pounds. Have you seen the chairs at Staples that are, like, obese chairs? No. They're, are they, like, office chairs? Yeah, yeah. So they're office chairs, but the armrests are, like, this far apart. That's what we call enabling, folks. Also... So now that everyone's this annoying little health monitor, no talk of the obesity problem. Here's how you know this is all a money-grabbing fucking scam, okay? Yeah. The government very easily could be like, hey, we uh, found out that people that get COVID the worst have low levels of vitamin D. They have Which no is zinc. True. They don't exercise. They eat like shit, blah, blah, blah. So in order to make the United States less people die of COVID, we want everybody to make sure you're eating your fruits and vegetables. We want you all to exercise. Uh, Maybe get some sun so that your skin absorbs vitamin D. They're not doing that. They're saying just continue being a fat, shitty piece of fuck. Get the fucking vaccine and keep living off fucking... Uh, pills that we have to sell you. Yes, they want you to be out of shape because healthy people aren't reliant on them. And the other thing, too, did you see? So now they're all reveling that Joe Rogan got COVID-19. Obviously, he's fine. And their heads are exploding. Uh, And they're calling calling ivermectin a horse dewormer. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So obviously, that's a smear. I get that it's an anti-parasite thing that they actually give to horses. But it's such a fucking self-discrediting smear. First of all, a two-second Wikipedia search uh, shows you that ivermectin literally won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2015 for its effectiveness on humans. Right. So, like, they're simultaneously calling something that not only works on humans but has won a Nobel Peace Prize on humans as if it's some exclusive pet medication used on horses. And then I love how... Then, did you see that fake story that they ran about the gunshot victims um, not getting treatment because there were insane amounts of uh, 
ivermectin overdoses. Oh, no, I didn't. Did you see this? No. So the Rolling Stone magazine, I don't know why I said the Rolling Stone. So really, ever since the Rolling Stone ran that fake rape story, they should have been done. They should have been completely done. Uh, Totally discredited themselves, showed no journalistic integrity, ruined people's lives. Um, Yeah, go fuck yourself. You should have been chapter 11, dunzo. But for some reason, people still read Rolling Stone. And um, yeah, they did this um, story, Rolling Stone. And you'll notice the uh, any fucking media station, they say the same shit. They're like, oh, this this pet, this horse dewormer. And then they will say that high doses of it can kill you or cause overdoses. And they always say high doses. So what the fuck in high doses doesn't fucking kill you? If you have high doses of Advil, it'll fucking kill you. How about say a regular, the dose you're supposed to take doesn't fucking kill you? Oh shit, no shit, dude. Yeah, so look, uh, Rolling Stone forced to issue update after viral hospital ivermectin story turns out to be false. That's the other thing too, where people are so willing, people like the public, they so love this narrative of the dummies that don't want to get vaccinated that they make these stories go viral. Right. Because they fucking love it. Right. And then they always, every single time, I'm talking 100% of the time, wind up being complete morons who believed a totally fake story that winds up getting denied. Right. So Rolling Stone ran this story. This is a quote from the article. Quote, the ERs are so backed up that gunshot victims were having hard times getting into facilities where they can get definitive care and be treated because of ivermectin overdoses. So this goes viral. The hospital, Rachel Maddow, also retweeted the story. The hospital, it got so out of hand that the hospital fucking calls Rolling Stone and they go, not only is that story completely false, like not even remotely true, yeah, but the one worker that you quoted from this hospital was fired for incompetence like a month ago. So <laughs> so they were forced to issue a retirement. But but at that point, the damage is already done. Right. No one that loves seeing anti-vax people die in hospitals stuck around long enough to see that it was retracted. Exactly. They saw the story. Joe Rogan's an idiot. Right. <laughs> and that's and that's what they went on. And it's just so funny. And they did the same thing with hydroxychloroquine. Uh, like yeah, what that helped a lot of people. Like, I don't understand. It's it's so funny. It happens every time in an effort to prove how dumb Trumpers are. Yeah, they identify themselves as the dumbest right. in society. They believe everything. It's almost like every single thing they accuse you of being some dumb Neanderthal that believes everything they see on TV. Right, is ex- is precisely what they are. And then they'll be like, oh, we did these studies, blah, 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 that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin didn't fucking help. But what they literally were doing in the studies was taking somebody that was like 24 hours from fucking death and giving them hydroxychloroquine, right. and then they die, and they go, oh, see, it didn't work. Well, hydroxychloroquine was used as a as a prophylactic. It was used as a preventative measure exactly. against COVID. Um, and e- even the uh, advocates of it were admitting that if you if you don't get it within the very early stages, like the first three days, right, um, it's not going to be very effective. Um, but ivermectin is different because that's been used more as like a treatment for and yeah. But like you said, 
there's going to be it's just so funny. They'll they'll point out the small amount of people that have died from ivermectin. Right. And then you go, "Oh yeah, what about this amount that's died from the vaccine?" And they go, "Oh, but that's irrelevant. That's so tiny." Right. And you go, "Okay, so which one is it? Can there be no deaths for this to qualify as this thing?" Right. Or, it's just so frustrating, but the difference is the ivermectin fans aren't affecting you dude they're not telling you to take ivermectin they're not telling you you can't go to a concert unless you take ivermectin you guys are the fucking authoritarian psychopaths and they go oh but that's different because they're the ones that are spreading covid and hurting us no that's bunk too because the vaccinated are spreading it at an equal if not higher viral load than those that first of all natural immunization at this point is the way to go every single study shows that if you've recovered from COVID and you have antibodies, um, even your viral load of transmission is significantly lower than being vaccinated. So I've already had COVID, so I'm actually safer to hang out with your elderly grandmother than someone that's been vaccinated. Right. I'm getting and all simply right again. put, Dared, simply put, what would make a pharmaceutical company more money? Okay. Some shitty fucking pill that's like three cents a pill that would just fucking cure you that they don't want you to know about or if they are like well no 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 no, don't take that we'll make a whole new thing that's going to be way more expensive and sell you that which would make some more money look at the yeah exactly but look at the boosters at the end of all the variants how much shit did you just put in your body you're getting a new fucking booster every variant yeah no thanks bro it doesn't make any sense Make so if I got the COVID vaccine um, in February, right? Yep. Would it even be effective against the new variants? No. So then why the- I, why don't I just wait until the very last version of the vaccine and just take it once? By the time a booster is released, that for that variant, that variant has pretty much mostly fucking passed. Yeah, and I love how this is true for everything except COVID. Like, we're, we have no problem admitting that flu shots aren't very effective because there are so many variants to keep up with. Right, it's a guessing game. It's and like then a- with COVID, it's like, no, you need the vaccine. It's so fucking effective that if you don't get it, you're creating a bigger problem because the vaccine helps save lives. And you go, no, it doesn't. Get yeah, fuck off. It saves lives in the effect that if my grandmother gets COVID... She's better protected having been vaccinated, but it doesn't save lives via transmission. A vaccinated fuck can still give my grandmother COVID fuck. Folks, I mean, he's right. And we did the thing again. We were like, all right, that's it. We'll wrap it up. And then here we are. Yeah, no one's listening anymore. That's true. Except Ian. Ian! And maybe Nick, because Nick was like, you fucking dicks, I am listening. Remember? Yeah, that's a good point. <sighs> We're really testing our friend's patience here. I feel like the thoughts in my brain match the thoughts in your cock. Don't come out of my mouth the way they are in my brain. That's called being inarticulate. I am inarticulate. Why? Why do you think you have trouble fleshing out? Oh, dude, I have loads of just COVID information and facts in my brain, but anytime I try and say them, I just sound like an idiot. Maybe you should write them down. 
and then read them off a piece of paper. No, but just have, put them in sentence form so that you've you've taken the time to express them, just personally. And you go, what am I trying to say here? And then that way, when you do run into an off the cuff conversation, you get it you get it ready. All right, let me try this. Well, it's not gonna work now. I think Anthony Fauci fucking sucks. Dude, it worked. I said crowds. I said crowds. I didn't say large collections of people. I said oranges. I didn't say citrus fruits that are orange. How does that guy have any credibility left? Like, are there people that still like Anthony Fauci? Yeah, of course. (laughs) He's such a fucking sleaze. Dude, if some fucking redneck... This is the five-minute-ago fucking comment. If some fucking redneck in Alabama wants to squirt horse paste on a cracker and eat it and die from over- overdosing on ivermectin, fucking let them, dude. Right. That's the thing. They want these people to die anyway. Let's yeah. Be, let's be honest. Lesbian honest. Ah, <laughs> uh, Man. I mean, I guess that's it, dude. This is a good episode. Again, this is an ebb. This is an episode, folks, not an episode. Next week, your fucking heads are going to explode. You're going to... Ne- so next... so the, ep- Check, the episode will be out like Wednesday morning, right? Next week. Not this one, because this one sucks. Next week, Wednesday morning, you're going to listen to the fucking next week's episode. And you're going to laugh so fucking hard that on Thursday... Your abs are going to hurt a little bit, but on Friday, they're going to fucking kill because it's always like the day after the day after that you're the sorest. He's right. You know? So, I'm sorry. He's sorry, folks. He's sorry for being Canadian. Well, see you later. This is a giant cock. Everything woke turns to shit. No more lockdown, no more government overreach.